0: Hockey fans, and welcome to another episode of American Beauties, your home for AHL news, notes, talkers, and more. We are brought to you by the Old City Sports Network. My name is Dan Bradley. Alongside me tonight, Sam Wismer. Sam, how are you doing, my friend?
1: Good, good. Ready to uh, get this holiday over with.
0: <laughs> yeah, I feel like this is such a stressful time of year, and usually it's good stress, but like this year for me, it's it's just been nuts. Um, trying to get the all the shopping done. Um, my fiance was going to go to Chicago for a couple days cause she's got extra vacation days. So she was going to drive from Cincinnati to Chicago to go see family for a few days. But that winter storm that's coming through, we had to pull the plug on that and, uh, you know, reverse yeah. course and and not go.
1: I think we're supposed to get that storm, but I'm not really too sure. Um, so
0: yeah,
1: maybe, maybe we'll have a white Christmas.
0: <laughs> it sounds like it's supposed to be Very heavy, very wet snow across the Midwest and into the Appalachians a little bit. And then um, further east is just going to get freezing rain and ice and just gross conditions there. Love it. (laughs) Not not the best. So um, I I, I hope that if it is, you know, you got precip to deal with, that it's just a, a light snow Just enough to make everything pretty and look nice for Christmas and be all Christmassy and not be the kind of snow that you're like, oh, my God, I hate this. Why is it
1: winter? I usually, it's around this time of the year of why do I live in a place where my face gets cold? (laughs) Um, We don't
0: have earthquakes. We don't have hurricanes. We don't have alligators. We don't have earthquakes. We don't have hurricanes.
1: We don't have alligators.
0: Over and over again as I'm shoveling. Don't have any of those to deal with
1: um but you know speaking of the holidays a lot of teams um do their teddy bear toss game um, I'm so
0: glad you brought this up
1: and um they get donated to various uh like charities and organizations um and since I do cover Lehigh Valley Phantoms they had theirs this past Saturday um and they collected 8480 stuffed animals
0: That's so cool. I want to be in the building for one of those teddy bear tosses one of these days. I've done them at junior hockey games and it's still fun, but it's not 8,000 teddy bears being thrown onto the ice. That is totally different.
1: And um, it actually goes to a program in Allentown called the Valley Youth House. And these teddy bears will be given to any child that comes into care.
0: Sweet. Awesome. Good on the Phantoms, good on the fans.
1: There was a. I took a picture of uh, Jordy Bellarive and Garrett Wilson, and it was a huge teddy bear. It was bigger than Jordy. Jordy tried standing it up by himself, and Garrett like <laughs> skated over to help him. Um, that and, was a yeah.
0: great picture.
1: Um, But you know, the boys had fun. Um, The opponent actually uh, helped clean them up, which I've never seen that before. Usually, the opponent just stands there. He's like, "Yeah, you're on your yeah. own.
0: Yeah, uh, we're not dealing with this. Send out your ice crew. Send out your boys." But We'll set this one out. That's that's pretty cool. Who was it? Who scored the uh, the the teddy bear goal?
1: Cooper Marodi. And I was I was telling Jesse earlier. I was like, you know, we were all rooting for like Forrester or Denoye or uh, mm-hmm. Artem Anisimov. Uh, and <laughs> it was Cooper Marodi. Um, the guy that was sitting behind me, his name's David. He was like, Tyson almost had one. Like it hit the post and then it bounced off. Um, and the guy behind me, David was like, "Come on, bro, we got bears to launch." <laughs> That's awesome so but yeah it was it was fun. It's always it's my favorite game of the year
0: it's it's so much fun. and the the way that the community just kind of rallies around those types of games as well um, yeah. is is always really cool and and knowing that it is going back locally into the community as well in Allentown um, just just adds to it. And I, I know other teams have done that as well. And I'm all for as, as many teddy bear videos as you people want to see watching on the show and on, on Twitter. Um, we'll retweet all those videos, too, of the, the teddy bear yeah. tosses. That, that, to me, that never gets old.
1: Um, I had five bags.
0: Five bags of teddy bears.
1: Five.
0: That doesn't surprise me one bit.
1: <laughs> um, and thank you to Cherie Pe- Pedro who donated all of them. Um, it was greatly appreciated. She's a mom of three girls, so.
0: Yeah, that comment <laughs> from from Michael here. That game was crazy. You could tell the fans, players loved loading or loved helping loading up the teddy bears in the bins in the Hummer. Yeah, a- any time that I mean, eight thousand teddy bears is a lot of teddy bears to deal with and clean up and you still got to play a hockey game after that.
1: Yeah. They it, this was actually the longest they went without scoring a goal. They usually score within the first couple of minutes of this Teddy Bear Toss game and they didn't score until there were like six less no, it was like 5 minutes left in the second.
0: Oh wow. Yeah. Yeah, it but if you can ever make it in person to a teddy bear toss game cannot recommend that experience enough i and wanting to see it at like a bigger level too um
1: yeah it it was it's a great game but uh we got a league to cover here
0: we do and and we want to jump right in with the uh the players of the week and we get to double dip um because uh last week when we had chris DePiro on for an interview which by the way chris was a phenomenal interview um, I've already gone back and watched it like twice since um, I, I watched it twice and listened to it once, um, and, um go back and watch and, and listen to that. If, if you didn't catch it live, or even if you didn't want to hear it again,
1: we, uh, we do have an interview next week, but, and if you keep tuned to our social media, we're going to be dropping hints all the way up until it, until we it, announce it, it.
0: it is going to be an interview that you do not want to miss and fans will get really excited about this one. So, um, we'll, we'll leave it at that. Um, but players of the week, um, we have two that we need to get to here. Uh, starting off, uh, Laurent Brassois, whose name always gives me trouble, as you just heard. <laughs> um, Brassois finished the week with a scoreless streak of 142 minutes and 26 seconds. Uh, has allowed only four goals on 151 shots in his last five starts overall. Uh, four straight wins. Now is a record of 5-6-0 and, oh, and 12 appearances for Henderson. Um, but again, nice little win streak in there. And, and Henderson, like we talked about, um, with Brassois getting sent back down from Vegas, really someone who can be a, a leader for that team on and off the ice. And, and now we're seeing that with this player of the week, hunter. Um Sam, what can you tell us about uh, Brassois' backstory?
1: So he comes from Port Alberni, British Columbia, and he was selected by Calgary in the sixth round of the 2011 draft. So he's got that veteran presence, and I I always you know talk about veteran and uh, you know how it's really important not only for the entire team but especially for goaltenders. Um, You know you've got the younger goaltenders. Some are called up from the ECHL. I know um, Hershey actually just had to call up uh, Tyler Wall, who is part of their ECHL team, um, because uh their goalies were called up to the Caps. Um, and he had played 106 games in the NHL with Edmonton, Winnipeg, and Vegas. And he went 42-41-8 with a 2.84 goals against average and a .905 save percentage with three shutouts. Um, Bressois has a record of 74-61-14 with a 2.69 goals against average and a 0.914 save percentage with 11 shutouts in 156 career AHL appearances and was the AHL All-Star in 2016.
0: When he was with Winnipeg, it almost felt like a two-headed, a two-headed monster in net anytime that my Wild were going to play Edmonton because... Yes, Connor Hellebuck is a phenomenal goaltender, and really, probably one of the top five goaltenders in the NHL. Tough to beat on any given night, but even when Breswell would come in as the backup and spot start, like you, you really couldn't tell with how he played. Um, just very poised and confident in his net, um, knowing that he's got to go out there and, and give Hellebuck the night off, and you know, show up and show out, and, and that's what he would do. Um, a, a tough goaltender to beat. Um, the 11 shutouts in 156 career appearances as well. Uh, really impressive there too. Um, and, and big honors there. Um, our other player of the week that we needed to mention was uh, Yaroslav Eskarov, who, again, if, if you are a goaltending fan, you, you already know this name and know how good Eskarov is going to be. Uh, a player who is going to win championships, plural, in his professional career. The Admirals
1: Admirals and, and Nashville are just so incredibly lucky and blessed to have a goaltender in the pipes like him.
0: And you look at how both programs, both Milwaukee and Nashville, have been about goaltender development and high level of play throughout the history of that organization, going from Thomas Vokun into Pekarine into UC Saros. And now you've got Askarov who's going to be in that mix as well, who very well could have a career better than all of those other three. Um, you know, I I try and hold myself back from overhyping this kid and putting too many, you know, expectations on him, but um, just a rundown, um Stopped 36 of 37 shots, uh, helped Milwaukee go 7-for-7 seven seven on the penalty kill. He earned a point in the 2-1 shootout, ro- shootout loss at Rockford. Uh, and then on Friday, 24 saves, earned his first shutout of his uh, North American career, had the rock star Selly to tip the net down uh, after getting the shutout. Nuts closed. Um, I, I hope more goalies start doing that. I think that's such a cool little move.
1: That was like... Amazing. I was like, wow.
0: (laughs) I I was like, this kid has some, some personality to him as well, which I love Um, goalies can kind of be almost robots sometimes where it's just very stoic and not a lot of emotion either way. Um, And, and then every once in a while, I mean, you get guys like Marc-Andre Fleury who are you pulling jokes in the locker room, um, that type of guy Askarov just strikes me as someone who is going to be kind of kind a quiet leader in the locker room where he's he's not going to speak very often, but when he does, it's going to carry some weight. Um, and really someone that everybody around the, the team and around the franchise is going to want to play for. Um,
1: and, you know, you sometimes get those goalies that uh, get suspended because of their actions after they win a the Calder Cup. Anyway...
0: Oh, yeah, you got you got some of that, too. Um, but yeah, uh, Askarov was the 11th overall pick in 2020, uh, has an 11-4-1 record this season with a 2.42 goals against average and a 918 save percentage, uh, second in the league in wins, fourth in minutes played. And I tell you, anytime he is in net for the Admirals, other teams need to be on notice and high alert because that guy is, is just incredible and, frankly, could carry Milwaukee – to a deep playoff run this year.
1: Whoever whoever gets to go to the Calder Cup and, and has that opportunity, um, you're more than likely going to be facing the Admirals.
0: Yeah, and, and amazingly, <laughs> the Admirals are second in the Central right now because Texas is playing that well. Um, Seven-game win streak for the Stars. Yeah, So Central Division powerhouse here, and it's – Really a lot of good goaltending in the central, but Eskarov to me is the, the head of the class right now uh, when it comes to central division goaltending and, uh, and rightfully so on the player of the week honors.
1: Yes. So that was fun doing two of them.
0: <laughs> and two goalies at that. That's uh, Sam's, Sam's favorite.
1: I do. I love my goalies as much as they are weird and um, just they're unique. They're very, mm-hmm. they're, they're just unique people. Um, but they can be very weird. <laughs> all right. Uh, visit Lugaroo. for all of your custom apparel needs. Colin over there makes great stuff. Um, he does all of the Junior he Cyclones apparel.
0: <laughs> Three and one at the Chicago Showcase last weekend, wearing our Lugaroo apparel into every game. <laughs>
1: Well, at least you're winning now.
0: We, yeah, we we doubled our win total this last weekend. It was nice to finally play some teams outside of our division. Uh, <laughs> we have probably two of the top five teams in the league in our division, and uh, so yeah, getting to play some other teams. Uh, played my old club as well, which was really cool. So my Minnesota team, and uh,
1: awesome.
0: that was a as a heck of a game, two-one nail biter down to the wire. But yeah, we we looked good and coming in and out of the rink because we were rocking Luguru apparel. <laughs>
1: And he also does a, a couple ECHL teams as well. And um, he's been on our show. He's a great guy. Can't thank Colin enough. Um, and also thank you to Canada Dips for sponsoring American beauties and the Old City Sports Network. If you use code OCSN, I believe you get 20% off your tins.
0: Uh, we had a fun little trade going on this weekend at the Gosh. rare three team deal um going through on the uh the minor league circuit here with the ahl um sam tell us about how how this went down because this was a very um very odd how this route all came together
1: so i don't exactly know how like it all came together i i know from um so the three players that were involved were michael delzato daniel reagan and giovanni smith um I know Michael Delzato was first traded to Detroit and then Detroit flipped it to Anaheim and then Anaheim flipped O'reagan Um, and then Giovanni went to Charlotte.
0: Yeah. It, and Delzato coming back to the ducks where he had played earlier in his career, um, just kind of, it seems like one of those situations where like they, they can never quite get rid of him, type of player. He, he keeps coming back. Um, and we, we've talked about on this show the last couple of weeks where, you know, the, the Ducks are having a bad year, the Gulls are having a bad year, and looking for these types of moves to add some stability to the organization, add some veteran leadership to the organization. That is, a, both programs are pretty young on mm-hmm. the whole, and the players that they're building around at both levels are pretty young. So bringing in someone like Delzato who has that familiarity with the team um, could be your AHL, NHL tweener type of player as well. Um,
1: and that's, that's what I was saying to a couple people like on Twitter and Facebook. I said, you know, um, sending him back or, you know, just trading him. The AHL, you can be traded at any point. Oh, absolutely. Um, so, but, you know, giving Anaheim... The Anaheim organization in general, just that veteran depth piece. Um, I still get comments of Delzato still plays. Yes, he still yeah. plays 41. He, plays very he well. does.
0: <laughs> there are a lot of players that you probably think are retired who are still playing in the AHL.
1: Yeah. Um, Danny O'Regan gives uh, the Detroit organization a very good depth piece, um, and he will serve very well to Grand Rapids or Detroit. I don't think he's assigned to. Grand Rapids yeah, but he might be.
0: Uh, probably coming in the next day or two here, I would think. I think he reports get settled and then they ship yeah. him to, to Grand Rapids. And
1: then Giovanni Smith gives Charlotte the grit that they need. Um,
0: the mm-hmm. boy already has
1: 45 PIMs. Um,
0: he is such a hard player to play against. And skilled player, but also Like if you go into the corner and you're trying to win a puck battle with Giovanni Smith, good luck. That is not going to be an easy battle to come away with the puck. And he is going to make you pay if you take that puck from him.
1: Yeah. He's, he's a very gritty player. He's a very um, just, he's a good player, hell of a uh, board battler. I can tell you that. Um, So I'm interested to see him actually, you know, come, come and play for a little bit um, on the East coast. But yeah, I mean, I think that these were all great moves done by uh, Anaheim, Detroit, and Florida.
0: Yeah. It's, it's a good bit of business that really helps for, for everybody. Um, It's, it's weird that you have a three team deal where every team won the trade. Usually it seems like the trade might be a little bit skewed towards somebody this really, I thought, was a deal that that really addresses everybody's needs, and um, how this all came together and just just worked out.
1: And they all have um, NHL experience. I mm-hmm. I did tweet that out earlier. Uh, sorry, I should have had this up.
0: That's all good. But
1: just uh, going back
0: to the the deal so, for a minute here. Oh, go ahead.
1: No, sorry. Yeah. Um, Giovanni Smith uh, has seen 85 NHL games uh, Daniel Reagan has seen 30 and we all know Michael Delzato has seen about a thousand and millions <laughs>
0: yeah he's, he's been around a little bit um, but yeah a, a great deal for everybody involved here um, and I really think I mean uh, for Charlotte to get Giovanni Smith oh boy that I mean, that's yeah. that is a match made in heaven type of deal.
1: They need him badly. They really do.
0: (laughs) Yep. Um, Let's see where we at here. Righteous Felon. Uh, We've all been there. That three o'clock feeling rolls around. It's too late for lunch, too early for dinner, Uh, but that hunger needs an answer. Use promo code OCSN for checkout on righteousfelon.com. That'll get you 15% off your jerky bundles, meat snacks, and more Um, shared some of my jerky with the boys while uh, on the bus going to Chicago uh, this year and or this, this past weekend. And uh, I think we can safely say that uh, Righteous Felon is the official beef snack of the Cincinnati Junior Cyclones. They loved it, uh, told me to put in a big order for them before their next road trip, so they got stuff. Um, but, yeah, uh, uh, promo code OCSN for Old City Sports Network. 15% off your jerky bundles, meat, snacks, and more.
1: And also go to www.oldcitysports.com. That's old with the an E. And check out all of our other podcasts, articles, and more. We have Center Ice, which is the big brother to this show. Um, it's the NHL League-wide show. Um, and then we also have the Fan Lot, which they just had their Christmas party. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um and you know, some major deals happening in, in Philadelphia with the Phillies. And uh we have the Sundays for the birds, which let's go, birds.
0: Jalen um, Hurts, what are they gonna do? Is he in? Is he out? He's, if, he's, he's in. Oh boy, I don't know if I agree. That, with that man
1: one. is built different.
0: He oh boy. That
1: it's a sprain. So like or a sprain or a strain. <laughs>
0: For, for the number of people that we work with through OCSN and the, the Eagles fans, I oh boy, I, I feel like that may not be the right move, but also if you beat the Cowboys and you think- take the division and clinch your, uh, your number one seed, you can sit him down the rest of the regular season and get him healthy. But I'm very worried about what happens if he's not good to go come playoff time.
1: It, says Eagle, well, it said Eagles coach Nick Sirianni confirmed Tuesday that quarterback Jalen Hurts has a sprained right shoulder, but he isn't ruling him out for Saturday's game against the Cowboys.
0: Yeah, uh, I, I wonder how much of that is the, well, we're not going to tell you who we're playing, so you don't have a chance to try and get tape on anybody. That's like, I, I, <laughs> I, I think it's going to be Gardner Minshew that ends up playing, but uh, I, I could see some of the, the mind games going there. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, check out all the other shows on, on OCSN here.
1: I don't, I expect nothing less. <laughs> um, uh- all right. So, um, Dan Beaker stuck, retired from Hershey and, um, he was the head athletic trainer. Um, I was not actually aware of this until I went to the game on Sunday. Um, cause they played the phantoms. um, but it was an absolute beautiful tribute to a man who has had a heck of a career.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Reading through all of his involvement around the game, um, you know, first hired in Hershey during the 83, 84 season, he was an assistant athletic trainer. Um, he was an assistant equipment manager for the flyers. And then uh, went back to Hershey in 85 to be their, um, Their head athletic trainer. Um and was a head athletic trainer from 1985 until 2018. Yeah. Like the, the longevity with the organization and in that position as well, the, the dedication to the players and the game uh, over that period of time as well. Um, really, really cool. Um, and then in 2018, uh, Hershey made him the manager of wellness and team affairs. Uh, five Hershey Bears championship teams under five different head coaches Uh, while Stuck was there. Um, So you had John Paddock, Bob Hartley, Bruce Boudreau, Bob Woods, and Mark French. Uh, Also worked seven AHL All-Star games and was uh, a veteran of over 2,600 AHL games. So uh, just an absolutely phenomenal career for Beaker.
1: And I was, you know, in my seat, and the game was absolutely packed, but, like, I was in my seat, and I'm, like, looking at my, my friends, I'm like, I'm not crying, I swear. (laughs) Um, But this statement he put out, I believe, in August or September, um, Dan said, it is with mixed emotions that I will be closing this chapter of my life with the Hershey Bears at the end of the year. I feel the team and the organization are an incredible place, and I feel optimistic about the team's immediate and long-term future. I love this team and the many different roles and responsibilities I've had over the years. My goal has always been to assist in providing the best possible experience for our players and fans while proudly continuing the amazing Hershey legacy. It has been an honor to play a part in one of the greatest sport franchises of all time. Thank you to all who have supported me during my tenure. Working for the Bears was a lifelong dream of mine. I enjoyed every minute of my time with the Bears organization and the amazing work that it does to support the Milton Hershey School. It has been an awesome journey. I look forward to supporting the Bears and wish everyone in the organization all the best. Thanks for bearing with me. (laughs) Um.
0: Yeah. The organizations that really go about doing things the right way make sure that they've always got good people Mm -hmm. in and around the organization as as much as possible. And you can tell that Beaker is a, a genuinely good person um and someone who does it because he loves the game and wants to be around the game and helping the team however he can with the roles that have changed um but also the the longevity and commitment to Hershey and to the Bears um and you can tell in that statement too how much the the town of Hershey uh means to him as well
1: yeah and when he was there he got um his own uh own jersey personalized on the back um, and they gave him a couple other things and they actually gave him a referee jersey signed by all the refs in the NHL and the AHL
0: that's awesome
1: so that was, it was just it was a really cool experience mm-hmm. um, to be able to be there for that and uh, everybody was standing phantoms fans and, and Hershey fans alike hmm
0: yeah, it's stick taps all around for uh, for Beaker. Congratulations. Enjoy retirement. You have absolutely more than earned it.
1: Yes. Um, all right. This next segment is brought to you by Neshaminy Creek Brewing. Visit www.neshaminycreekbrewing.com and check out all of their awesome beers, merch, and much more. Um, Neshaminy comes out with so many great beers, um, and I believe Jesse is sending me some.
0: There you go. Uh, call up send down. We've got uh, a few this week. Uh, I'm gonna try and, and not butcher these names, but uh, we've got some, some tough ones here. Uh, CJ Seuss to the San Jose Sharks, Jack Drury to Carolina, Dylan Coglin to Chicago, Akira Schmid back to Utica from New Jersey.
1: Now, uh, now, over. um, if you go on yep. our Twitter, uh, I tend to chirp at Utica just because always I'm me and. <laughs> I really should just be uh, the, the media manager for a team. Um, Sam
0: pushing buttons on Twitter? Who ever heard of such a thing? Loma's <laughs> um, L- 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 trouble causer are over there.
1: <laughs> but they put up a video of Akira. It said, uh, Schmid said no. So I retweeted it and I said, Sh- is he playing dot, 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 shall we say dot, 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 lights out?
0: <laughs> that joke is never going to get old.
1: <laughs> um. Well- but yeah, Artem Anisimov already party.
0: Your boy <laughs>
1: um, has been signed to an AHL deal for the remainder of the season with Lehigh Valley Phantoms. But if he continues, or er, not if he continues, I mean, if he continues to play well, and he has been, he plays phenomenal. Um, if the Flyers keep going the way that they're going, he's gonna earn that NHL contract. They're gonna sign him um it's just a matter of time and hunter hunter shepherd and zach Fucali are back with hershey after spending some time with the caps and this really wasn't call up send down but i didn't really know where to put it um the ahl has announced that the 12-16 game between the ontario rain and the bakersfield condors was postponed due to unsafe rink conditions in bakersfield and no makeup information has been determined um so Did i wonder I say- oh good I wonder what that unsafe rink condition could be.
0: I'm guessing it was probably something like they had uh, an issue with the boards or with the glass pane where that was going to fall and, and break on the ice or something like that. A um, couple years ago, I was at a, a showcase out in Boston where the Zamboni put a hole in the boards and they didn't have like backup boards that they could put in to replace so they had to cancel all the games on that sheet for the rest of the weekend. Wow. Uh, just hard angle right through and just punctured a big hole. I'm surprised it didn't break the Zamboni, honestly. Um, yeah, that's a weird one. Um, but- and then one one more late uh, addition to call up, send down. Your boy, Patty Nags called back up. He's back in Lehigh.
1: Yeah, um, Nola Mayer. Now, I'm not. I'm not saying anything bad against Nolan Mayer. He's just very young. Um, he, he's a stick. Uh, he's like 170 some pounds. Love the kid, though. He's just. He's just an awkward goalie at an awkward stage of life. <laughs> um, but he's he's great. He plays phenomenal. Um, but I think, like I said before, I think this is just the balancing act of all right this goalie got enough games. Let's send him back down. Let's bring this one back up. It's just the balancing act with those Mm -hmm. two. Um, I don't think it's, it's anything bad. um, And it's good for mayor's mayor's development.
0: Yeah. And anytime that you're it's, it's like we've talked about on the show probably hundreds of times by now player development is so environmental, like they need to be in the right environment for them to succeed. Whether that's the AHL, whether that's the ECHL, whether that's juniors, making sure that players are in the right environment for them to succeed. And given those opportunities to succeed, um, you know, maybe maybe going down to the ECHL means you're going to play more because you haven't seen the ice time at the AHL level that you need. Um, you know, it can be a, a good thing to be moved to another league. Yeah. It's not a demotion, as we've talked about before
1: know me so well
0: (laughs) i do i do i haven't known you long but i know you well (laughs) uh visit www.norsbeards.com enter promo code ocs for 25 percent off your norse beard products uh probably a little too late to get anything out for delivery for a stocking stuffer but you know new year rolls around you get the resolutions take better care of your skin better care of your beard um good stuff to use norsebeards.com promo code ocs 25 percent off your Norse beard products.
1: Yeah, I was thinking about getting my dad's stuff and then I was like, wait, it's a little late.
0: (laughs) I am not going to be able to see uh, my family around the holidays this year. It just didn't work out well, the travel and whatnot. But um, there's a wedding shower for us in January. um, So I'll get to see family then. That'll probably be when we do uh, some gift exchanges and may have to try and sneak those into the delayed stocking stuffers. Um, disciplinary report. Um, again, it's a relatively short disciplinary report this week, which we like, and which we appreciate. Um, the player safety committee announced that Toronto Marley's forward, Adam Gaudette was suspended for three games as a consequence of an interference incident in the game against Belleville on December 7th. Uh, Gaudette missed, uh, will miss or no miss Toronto's game Life in time. Syracuse. Yeah. Uh, last week. And then, uh, the games uh, with Rochester and Rockford. Um, so served as suspension, but we still had to get uh, that mentioned on here as well.
1: Yeah. Um, and then it was the 2000th game for Lehigh. Um, and at the end, Hayden Hodgson went to the box and then he was taken like down, down. He was like sent back to the locker room and, um, I believe it was Michael Hellman. He said that it's it said on the the sheet that it was abuse of an official in the AHL. Oh. In the AHL, if you're marked with that, you it's an automatic suspension. But it goes on what level? Um, so level one is the worst. You're suspended for no less than twenty games. Um, level two, you're suspended for no less than ten, and then level three, you're suspended for no less than three games. Um, Nothing ever came of that. So I'm not sure if something happened at the hearing, Um, but he didn't get any games suspended. So I think something Mm -hmm. happened at the hearing where it was thrown out.
0: Uh, Having been on the bench for a few games throughout my junior's career, um, I have seen a couple of abusive officials calls they they are pretty rare, and to the referees' credit, they take a lot. Um, so for it to actually be something that leads to an abusive official penalty, it really has to kind of go above and beyond just your usual. It's you know, usually, FUs and whatnot.
1: With with Hayden, it's usually not like physical towards the refs.
0: It's, mm-hmm. it's yeah, it's running your mouth too much.
1: And I think I think that's what might mm. happen, and it's, the rep
0: it's was just like, here you go. Probably it. Um, And usually, I feel like that that really is is going above and beyond too, because they'll they'll take the FUs and the you know, mm-hmm. uh, other. I don't want to say mild or moderate profanity because that's still a little bit you know beyond the pale. But um, yeah, it, it's usually really got to be something bad for it to be. Uh, you know, to that level. So, yeah, tisk um, tisk, shame shame, don't do it again. That's uh, that's all we got for your disciplinary report.
1: Um, check out Fanatics for your all of your NHL merchandise. Use our promo code. Uh, the link is always in our bio and um, yeah, on Spotify for awesome discounts this week. It is um, the code. I put it up. I know I did. Uh, I think it's 79 ship and you get 70% off of your order. Oh, yeah. I was good. Yes. Use code 79 ship for 70% off your order.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's uh, that's awesome. So definitely going to have to check that one out. Yeah. Um, this next segment, I'm going to start calling this one Sam's favorite segment between the pipes brought to you by Sterling Pig Brewery out of media pa. Go check them out. Uh try their beer and more.
1: Yeah. So between the pipes, um, I decided, you know what, we have a lot of goalies in the AHL that just deserve so much credit. Um and this one definitely deserves some credit. He his name is oh God, I'm gonna butcher this. Askar, I got it if
0: you
1: Askari I guess.
0: Yep, Askari and You got it.
1: Okay. Um, he played for... He played 55 out of 60 games for his Finnish club. I'm not even going to try and pronounce that. Um, and he... That's 92% of that club's schedule in one of Europe's top circuits. Um, that's
0: nuts. 55 out of 60 for any goalie at any level is nuts. That's so much work.
1: The European League's like the Swedish league, Switzerland and any league over there. While they don't have like the fighting or anything like that, they are very tough to play in. Mm.
0: Yeah. Uh, They, they don't call penalties the same as they do in North American leagues.
1: Yeah. He went 29, 14, 11 with 2.07 goals against average and a 0.92 save percentage. And, a league best of nine shutouts. Yeah. <laughs> um, right now, uh, he is a four zero zero. it might be updated, with a 1.21 goals against average and a .962 save percentage. And when starting the game after um, Manitoba Moose loss and 6-3-1 overall this season, he said he feels like he's adjusted Um to taking on the AHL and he says it's a league where opponents can deliver shots from anywhere in the defensive zone. It's much quicker. It's up and down, especially compared to Finland when there's a lot of trap and defensive play and you just have to be ready. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's an adjustment coming from an over overseas league to coming to the AHL where everything's quicker. You know, you're, you're, you're learning, those, those pieces and, and little bits and you're learning your teammates. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I mean, good for him. Uh, I look forward to seeing more out of him.
0: Yeah, I think he was uh, – I, I can't even see on here that, that he was drafted, just that he was signed with Winnipeg. So it may have gone uh, undrafted here. Um, but really kind of throughout his seasons leading up to the draft – you know, a few seasons where that save percentage is below 900, which is kind of that, that threshold for, you know, are you able to hack it at whatever level you're at is your save percentage above 900. That's one of the first things that, that people look at when scouting goaltenders. So seeing that early on it was those lower numbers, but now um, getting those numbers way back up and headed in the right direction um, really good to see and the, the progress there in development to uh salmanen's game and he's he's 23 um, out of Kotka, finland uh 6'4 201 so pretty big goaltender uh, fits the mold of of what your goaltenders are these days um, i wanted to look him up as i was getting these stats you know put together and, and whatnot before the, the show and what I realized about Salman, and, and this is kind of ridiculous and not even hockey related, um, is I kind of feel like if he like grew his hair out and grew a beard, that he would look like James Hetfield from Metallica. <laughs>
1: That's great. Like, if you go
0: look up a picture, like ch- check it out do, do like a side by side of a, a younger uh, Hetfield and side by side of Salman. And I was like, ah, I kind of see like a little resemblance there, a little similarity. Um, but that's totally not even related to hockey. It was just something I thought was funny and wanted to throw in there too.
1: Uh, yeah, I mean, <laughs> a lot of you know what? A lot of the goalies do grow their hair out.
0: They do, because uh, I mean, I remember early in his career too. Like Braden Holtby was the one who always had long hair, and then he didn't grow it out as much, but then grew his beard out, like. I don't know. I feel like a lot of goalies, that's the the style. That's what they do.
1: Yeah. But yeah, uh, that's really all we have for this week. Um, like I said earlier in the show, we do have an interview next week at 1 p.m. We're not going to be our usual 830. But um, yeah, stay tuned to our social media to find out who. I'll give one little clue right now. He was part of the 2010 NHL draft class. <laughs> So it okay. could be anybody.
0: That's, and yep. They, did they still do eight rounds in that draft in the 2010 class.
1: I don't know. You're the draft guy.
0: I, I'm supposed to be, and I'm asleep at the wheel on this one. I didn't know that that was the hint you were going to give. So um, uh, let's see here. How many players did we have in the 2010? Uh, you Oh, and you said draft class at that too. So maybe it's somebody who was undrafted. So hot. Um, 210 players selected, but that doesn't mean that uh, it was somebody who was in that class but was not drafted. So, so seems, uh, uh... have have some fun with your uh, your research and your your guesses. If you have guesses as to who it is, too, um, I, I don't know that we'll necessarily confirm whether or not you're right or wrong, but
1: you'll just have, have some to fun. See.
0: You're going to have to keep playing that waiting game and find out. Um,
1: I will be releasing it Sunday at 1 p.m. Um, and
0: it, we but. should note as well, um, when we have the interview show as well, that it will not be at our usual uh, 7 o'clock, or excuse me, our usual 8.30 uh, Eastern time. Uh, it's actually going to be at 1
1: o'clock? 1
0: p.m. 1 p.m. Okay. So 1 o'clock p.m. Eastern, uh, on next Tuesday um, for our interview with a special guest, surprise guest, not going to announce it till Sunday, um, but one that we think that fans of this show in particular will be really excited about. Um, someone who hopefully has a, a lot of good things to to say and a lot of hockey experience to call upon as well. So definitely get uh, get excited about that one. Um,
1: We're excited yeah
0: we are and and this is our last um, show of this format for calendar 22 because uh, we'll have the the interview next week so um, we're already like it almost in some ways feels like we're almost halfway through a season we're not but it almost kind of feels that way doesn't it
1: yeah it's 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 crazy um you know I have we have a game tomorrow night we have a game next Wednesday at home and then we have a New year's Eve game which I'm' So excited for.
0: Yeah, I it I don't Lush. know how it'll compare to Teddy Bear Toss, but it'll still be a fun one.
1: Last year we had a New Year's Day game. So um, you know, I told my dad, I was like, I'm going to the New Year's Day game. He's like, You're not going anywhere on New Year's Day. I said, <laughs> no,
0: Yeah, you know, okay.
1: Who do you think you're talking to, sir?
0: <laughs> yeah, I I love going to games and especially when you're going around some sort of holiday or some sort of other event. Um, the uh, ECHL Cyclones just had their Star Wars night. Um, so they had like Star Wars themed jerseys. They had videos of the players like walking into the locker room and they had their lightsabers and whatnot. Like anytime that you're doing the fun events like that, um, it just makes it even cooler to go to a game. Um, I feel like at this time of year as well, there's a lot of that going on.
1: Yeah, definitely. But um, yeah, that's all we have for this week.
0: Yeah. Thank you to everybody who uh, tuned in and watched a little, little shorter show, but uh, we do that sometimes. I, I still had a great time with it and hope that uh, everybody listening and watching at home did too. Um, thank you to all of our sponsors, Righteous Felon, Neshaminy Creek Brewing, Norris Beards, Lugaru Jerseys, Sterling Pig Brewery, Canadips, Old City Sports Network, and Fanatics. Uh, that's it for today's episode of American beauties. Thank you. To, thank you for tuning in.
1: Thanks, oh my goodness. Mike.
0: I, it, It's a good thing that we're, uh, we're wrapping up this show when we are, <laughs> cause I am starting to get to the point of the night where, uh, words are hard. I, I've said that on this show before and I'll say it again. Words are hard. Yeah, um,
1: I am. Um, I have to get to bed soon cause I have four home visits tomorrow for work. So
0: good luck with all of that. Um, yeah, that's uh, it for tonight's show. Thanks for tuning in. We will be back next Tuesday. A reminder, 1 o'clock p.m. for that one. Um, it's an interview that you will not want to miss, so stay tuned to Twitter for updates there. Uh, until then, for Sam Wismer, I'm Dan Bradley. Enjoy your day, everybody.
1: Happy holidays.